Welcome to the Port Charles Update with your hosts, Mish and Mel. Hi! Hello! Here we are again. Still more wedding stuff. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh, I feel really, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about it and I'm glad I have this space too, but I feel <laughs> super weird about whatever it was that happened this week. Oh my God. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't feel good. I don't feel good at all. So um, let's start with this reception. That's just like you mentioned, an ongoing <laughs> reception. So I want to start with Nedley and something interesting that he said. Okay. That was that he took the time to say. Mm-hmm. He takes the time to point out that Jason has been gregarious. I wrote that down Jason. too. <laughs> and like that's a big deal. Like you know what I mean? Like it that it is a big deal. Like it is a big deal. Like if we just think about the reception, you know, with the with the epiphany of last week and then now like that's not like Jason's ever done a real reception. Like even with the mm-hmm. Sam wedding, like they eloped. She was all like, I don't want to get do the whole thing because it's not us. And I don't think you think it's us. Cause I remember that being the thing. <laughs> Anyways. But the, so, and so they, they showed up. Right. Mm-hmm. But like Jason was doing all this, like, like he was ready for this role. Right. Like yeah. he did all like everything he did for this whole wedding. I mean, yeah, of course it was mob reasons, but the mob reasons were over. Like none of them came to the reception, but like he wanted to be there and do all the things. And it was a big deal. Right. Because Carly makes the point because they finally had a moment to talk again. Even that I was like, what is happening? But in that conversation, she mm-hmm. makes the point of saying that the whole wedding, right? So this is going back to like Ned's comment, but that no one batted an eye when they really got married. And we spent all this time kind of being like, this works. So yeah, more wedding before we go there. <laughs> into oh that. my God. But there was even like the whole, like, I was in love with you then and I'm in love with you now. Like there was so much love talk. Like they legit So we're doing looked... it. Okay, never mind. So no, no, we're, no, no, we're no, doing no. it. I want to go back. I want to go back to the wedding. I just I'm saying it because it's so reflective of them in their actions and the fact that like you said there was an actual reception. This is the most we've ever got to see like of any wedding reception. I was so excited. We got to see speeches. We got to see them dance. Yeah. Like we got to see them mingle with their family and friends. Like I was so It was like a real wedding. It. Yeah, I was so in it. I like I don't even know why I didn't get dressed up like I feel like it would have warranted me getting dressed up and having like some bubbly and cheers and because I felt so a part of it like we both felt awkward because they did such a good job at doing the awkward but when they fell in love and admitted that they were in love like I was all over it like I was cheering for them I was like yes this is such a beautiful wedding Sunny and Carly look so incredibly happy and at Jason and Carly oh what did I say Sunny and Carly (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, what did my brain just do? Oh, I don't know. It's a it's Let's a talk about that. <laughs> oh dear. Oh goodness. Um, okay, so what did you think about Michael's speech? Um, lots of love. And lots yeah. of I love my mom. It was really sweet. It was really sweet. Like we're a family, and I loved it. It kind of made me emotional, kind of like we all kind of got here together. He said something to that effect. So I thought it was really sweet. It was all about like 
we're amazing. We're all family. <laughs> we all love this situation. <laughs> that's what that was. Well, that's exactly it. So you're, I'm carrying all of these big feelings and these admissions of love and how everybody felt. Yeah. Because it's not just about Carly no. and Jason. It's about everybody no. saying, like, you're so good together. We yeah. love you. This is the best family I ever had. <laughs> Yeah, so I feel really weird about it all. I feel really weird about it. Um, so we're gonna stall. So every, so every time we get weird about it, we're actually not gonna talk about it. And, and like one of my favorites was, first of all, it was a continuation at the reception of the Diane and Spinelli show, which I absolutely loved. Mm-hmm. So like when she's just looking at Spinelli being like, what is happening? And then her line, which is, are they in jail already? Like between the church and the reception which I thought was super funny. Loved it, loved it hard. And then you had Brando doing a little <gasps> eavesdropping. Yes, yes, he did do the eavesdropping and he did not tell Gladys uh, what the deal was. Um, they had some interesting ex- words of, of things said. Okay, like that was beyond weird to me. So one, I mean, I kind of get why he would cover that up. But the point is, doesn't he want her to realize how dangerous that life is, but I guess he knows God is way better than we do. No, if he (laughs) were to say, like, he's dead right now, she would lose her crap, right? She hates Carly, even though she cried all along at that wedding, she would probably make a big (laughs) commotion and stink about the whole thing. Like, you know, even though he called her an idiot before he died and said that idiot Gladys stole my handkerchief, (laughs) she probably made this whole dramatic thing. But, like, my one of my favorite lines did come from her. Oh, if it's yours, yeah, if it's agree. yours, so I'll let mm-hmm. you go. It's yours because I'm sure it's yours too. <laughs> I'm done with men, and they're either standing me up or trying to kill me. <laughs> I'm like, what was so amazing about that? It's like it's such a Gladys thing to say, and she means it. Like to her, it's not yeah. weird. It's like this. No, this is my life. That's me. Like it was so. Gladys. It was very factual. There was no like, it was like, yeah, like this legit is my life. Like, whatever. I just loved it because it was so well written and tailored to her. Also around Brando, um, this this is going back to Diane, is that like when um, Finelli had to chat, I don't know, possibly with Jason, I think. Mm -hmm. um, Oh, yep. And she's like, I'm going to see if Cousin Brando wants to dance. <laughs> I was like, damn, Diane, you are amazing. <laughs> I like that. Damn, Diane. Because we can probably say that a lot about her. I love that. Um, and, okay, did you catch this? Because apparently Mr. Spinelli went ahead and said something to Maxie's face that you said last week. What was it? <laughs> Seriously? Okay, so Spinelli says you seem back to your old oh, self yes. since the whole that. Peter thing. And you had said that, like, it's so nice to see Maxie. Like, the moment she was off, like, well, she basically took the wedding and said, I'm planning it. Um, I thought it was exciting, right? Because it's the first time we kind of got a little bit of Maxie back with everything going on. And it was really nice getting all those Maxie-isms and all that. And then to have Spinelli say it, you know, really just reflecting she hasn't really been herself since Peter. No, which is a freaking long time. But, you know, also Spinelli's given her more than just friend love eyes and the, oh, you promised to me a dance type situation. And then Austin cuts in. There is like some stuff going down. I know, but I was just like. Really, like, I mean, Spinelli, like, two, in one second, you're like, oh, you know, things didn't work out for me. Then it's like, oh, hey, Maxie. It's like, you're <laughs> obviously not a, that upset about it at all. 
But anyways, but yeah, he definitely has his sights set on her. And even the way Maxie kind of looks at him as well. I know. They're kind of like, okay, we have the whole Michael Willow chase as a mini soap. Well, my Maxie Spinelli and Austin is like my mini soap right now. Yeah, I think so. I, I'm scared. I'm scared about that situation. I'm like, can't it just be simple? Can't people <laughs> who've once loved each other um, find love again? Like what? that's. Anyways, um, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. And then, you know, Olivia is still feeling all up in arms about the Austin situation. But for once, I really like Ned. Yeah, he kind of stood up for Leo and just said, you know, like, he, he stood his ground in a really great way. Like, he wasn't all Nedly about it. <laughs> he wasn't. But I was like, because like you said, you know, like. It, she, she's she feels attacked and you know mm-hmm. and it's good that Ned is being sort of persistent and, and saying I'm basically willing to risk losing us because I feel this is important for Leah which I think is something that may get her attention what I thought was really hilarious was then Carly was ready to throw the bouquet she stood up and he's like last <laughs> I checked we were married she's like yeah I keep asking myself why and I was just like I love her so much. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was really funny. It reminds me of some. It, it makes me think of something I would do if I was, <laughs> if I was upset. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like she literally even took took it a step to even tell Monica, like I don't think we're getting back together. Can I have a ride home? Like she was so annoyed. But anyways, oh we're kind of fast forwarding because we're forgetting that like before the reception. Yeah. Like, Carly realizes a bomb went off and that Jason clearly knew. Right, okay. Um, And then I just felt this. I just felt like, shouldn't bomb sweeps just be a part of your regular security detail? Uh, Hello, agreed, especially when there's a big event. Yeah, and also because, like, you've known people who've blown up. Like, cars blow up constantly (laughs) at these events. Like, Sam blew up in a limo, right? You thought it was Brenda, but it was Sam. And then there was like other bombs like Morgan <laughs> right yeah. other car bombs right and then Lily oh my like gosh how so many, many how many bombs do you guys need before you start just checking hey is something blinking under the car <laughs> anyways but I love that I love your two that. cents got it <laughs> my, my, my practical two cents like if you're gonna do this mob thing like be good at it is what I'm right? trying to get but I love that Spinelli and Brick were all over it um it it, it was okay I'm glad okay okay maybe I do feel better that Jason suspected because he, he kind of made it implied that he knew and that it's comforting to me yes that he knew because in for a split second in my head just now I was like oh no like you only knew because Mrs. Wu, like, come on. Like, she literally <laughs> saved your life. But she was amazing. Love oh. the move she's making. Yeah. And I kind of want her to stay, right? Like, if we're going to keep up this mob stuff, it might be interesting. And I'm wondering how this is going to go, right? Because clearly she's putting her money on the Corinthos organization. She obviously would like to be aligned with them. Yes. Um... Except I don't know what's in store for the Corinthos organization. Back to the wedding. We're gonna do this. <laughs> We're gonna do this sometime now. Okay. So, so did you notice the song, the wedding song, the Carly Jason song? Did you notice? Did you notice the words? Did you? 
Oh my God. Yes. Yes, I did. I have it written down somewhere. Oh, I 100%. No, can I do it? <laughs> of course you can. I did the favorite line and plus I can't find it so quick. <laughs> okay. You tell me if you wrote down more words than I did about this song. Okay. So I took okay. some notes on the song and the stuff I heard in this song. Okay. It said, you hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. It's always been you. Mm-hmm. You set my world right. Yep. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm just... Letting that lay by doing its thing. Uh, Let it marinate. I'm letting that go down. Um, are we ready? Okay, no, 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 no. One more, one more, one more wedding detail. Okay, okay. Okay, what is Joss alluding to, right? Because she starts with the dramatics <laughs> last week with the like, I don't know, like I'll be alone forever, like your boyfriend's outside. And then at the, this time, <laughs> Um, they start joking around about the the stripper, like Brando, in front of Kevin. Yes. And then she alludes to having like it's nothing she hasn't seen before. Okay. And Karen yes. was, what? Like, what secret life do you have? Okay, the champagne bottle as well. <gasps> it was so well done. Like, it was so well done. Like, I can't even express what a natural moment that was. And like how perfectly played it was like the Jocelyn mumbling, the fumbling for an excuse, the fact that Carly caught that, like the whole thing could not have been more well done. Yeah, it is. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. And I'm just like, but that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like between the strippers and the alcohol, what's this girl doing? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, all this time we thought she was journaling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe she she had things to actually journal about. Yeah. Oh, so when you were talking about the song and the lyrics, oh, yeah. okay. And then we talked about that whole circle, like the circle of friends. And then while they were dancing and that song was playing, there was that uh, visual of the people who love them around them in a circle, which I thought was really striking as well. Yeah, like this is awkward. Like that's it's <laughs> awkward, okay? Okay, because like Monica, 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 oh, Monica. and Carly hugged. Monica, yeah. okay, and Carly hugged. She basically said, go start your new lives together. Wink, wink. What do they need to go? What's, what's starting at night? What's, what's starting at night after your wedding? That's what Monica did. She's all like, love you guys. See, everybody is so happy that Jason's happy. Uh, we all know how Monica feels about Sunny. How do you think she's going to feel when Sunny takes oh. something that she thinks was great for her son? Like just from the perspective of everybody else, right? Yes. You know, because like you said, regardless of the reasoning behind this whole wedding, the whole point is, as Carly referenced in today's episode, everyone felt that it made such sense. Everyone was supportive of this. So you're correct. Everybody at that wedding is going to be like, huh, okay. Like, it's, it's awkward. It's so awkward. Nothing happened at all what I expected. No. At all. At all. Like, Sunny comes home. <laughs> okay, we're gonna go there. Hold on, hold on. We're gonna just gonna scroll down. Okay. 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 Um, Sunny comes home, and a lot of our commenters thought along the same lines that I did, and I'm pretty sure you felt the same way. So I will let you continue. <laughs> what? So a lot, a lot of our followers commented on the fact, like, okay, so he just walked up to the house with his cute old sunny face, and walked in his house, no guards know nothing like they just well, got married okay also also she got on a flight 
as a dead man with no oh, idea. Yeah. And sure. I know it's a private jet, but I'm pretty sure they ask your name. <laughs> and so he flies a domestic flight home. Okay. What, takes a cab, like takes a limo. Um, like what, how, does he Uber? Correct. Correct. Because Jax did. Well, you know, he does have some of his own money. Let's be real. He's been working for some time. True. He was also in a fire. And all of his stuff burned. Okay. Um, okay, maybe he got a debit card. Okay. And so okay. then he, we know it's a cab because he certainly wouldn't know how to do Uber. He barely right. knew how to take a selfie with his phone. That's got, true. Fair. Also, he never checked the internet <laughs> for his face. Um, there's that. So then he, like, like you said, there's a lot of guards and they might have just been looking at him being like, what? So, that, so they're, they're probably like shocked. Like, hey, boss, wait a second. There's something different about you. You're looking alive today. Like, I You're don't know. You're wearing plaid. I, right? <laughs> I, oh, my gosh. I love how that was really a thing. Yeah. A thing. Okay, people are going to hate this. I'm going to slow it down. Yes, let's slow, slow it down. down. Um, so back at the Tano, um, Sonny was really mad. Like, he didn't really like it when Nina... <laughs> Nina's like, he's like, you can't keep me here. Move. And then, yeah. She's that like, was but like, I love you. It's right? Love. <laughs> right? And he's just like, no, thank you. And he leaves. So that was awkward. I'm like, I guess he just doesn't feel the same way. Um, I don't. And then thoughts back, on that later. <laughs> and then, uh, I know. Oh, oh, gosh. Okay. We're <laughs> so terrible. I, I feel like this is like the worst episode. People are going to be like, stop it. You're talking about nothing. So, <laughs> so <laughs> Valentina and Anna show up to the Tano. And she leaves out a big parts of stuff and oh, yeah. makes, makes, <laughs> makes her story sound as normal as possible. So Peter was after me. Wow, it was scary. So Valentina is super concerned. They get yeah. some of the deets. Um, what I think is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Okay. Weird things she said. Weird things she started <laughs> to say. I love this segment. <laughs> so she's talking to Jax. Sunny became Mike for me. Or maybe she said it to Phyllis. And I'm like, he became Mike for you? I'm like, I'm pretty sure he became Mike because he fell in a river. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. And also, Jax kind of made himself her only friend now. So now, like, for the first time, she's not constantly trying to be like, leave me alone. He really wormed his way in good. And what I also thought weird on the Jax front was that... He's still in that hospital room that's right? empty. Okay. And Valentin and, and Anna come back. And he's like, oh, no, like, I think she's back in Port Charles. So she <laughs> left, traveled hours. <laughs> yes. And you just stayed there for whatever reason. Maybe he's the only one who decided to stay to get himself checked out for any type of smoke type injury. Because everybody just is like, peace out. I don't care if I have carbon monoxide. <laughs> this really took a turn. Okay, so <laughs> so back to, so back to Sonny. He roams in to his house. He looks at all of the promo photos taken for General Hospital as his family photos, which I think was like my favorite part of the whole thing. Okay, okay. But like, what did you think of those photos? Well, okay, first of all, it's like the most bizarre family photos where your <laughs> wife's male best friend are holding hands at the edge of right? that picture. And you're like, yeah, man, we're having family photos. Come. Like, let's just hang out and, like, let's miss out on some children being there. Because I don't think Christina was in that picture. 
you don't know not all the kids were there just <laughs> that's, like, that's favorites it was so like that's why i'm like it was and he's like smiling at all of this and he goes up some stairs okay he goes up his home stairs okay wait wait okay okay so, <laughs> before <I'm not> <laughs> Gosh, they're gonna, yeah. People have stopped listening. So I guess we can say whatever we want now. So. No, exactly. No, I just want to say there was also a lot of comments about people saying, like, and we know why they had to be in that bedroom, but they're like, why didn't they stay at the Metro Court? Why didn't they just go to Puerto Rico for a night? Like, why didn't they do something except for like go to her dead husband's bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> Straight to the point, huh? Um, well, it's interesting, right? He, again, all for convenience sake, but he has been staying there. So they kind of like went home. It's both of their like fifth or seventh marriage. So it's kind of like, (laughs) we could do it anywhere. Um, so I guess that's the big deal, right? We're married now. Time for me to like take place everywhere, if you will. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. I've got Sonny's business. I've got Sonny's wife now. Like, I'm in Sonny's room where his bed is. I'm in in Sonny's bedroom. (laughs) Bed. Bed. I said it. Bed. (laughs) Bed. And so... And so, oh my God, I feel so weird and uncomfortable. This, this, is, this is just so weird to me. So the whole story here, you're, they played it awkward. And both actors, you know, yeah. playing Jason and Carly, made a point of saying that was part of it, right? Because yes. like we all know watching, they, and he said it in today's episode, we've been friends for decades longer than we've been sexual partners, if you will. <laughs> Not just on each other's belts. <laughs> <laughs> sexy time friends yeah so, so so they've been friends for a while and so there was all that hesitation and then we kind of saw that part of that awkwardness and hesitation turned out to be hidden feelings and so so carly's all like oh i'm nervous no i'm not and then <laughs> and then she says you know how i was like scared because i was i said i was falling and then she's like i'm already in love with you and he's like, I love you too. So like in love. So now they're, they're, they basically are like, we're romantically in love with each other. Romantically in love. And they're mm-hmm. about to do the deed. And Sonny walks in with that dopey mic-ness that he's brought with right? him for all of these scenes. And that is the thing, the very thing I never counted on. I okay. never counted on like the perspective of... Sonny's sob story, right? Mm-hmm. Sonny lost his memory. Mm-hmm. Sonny couldn't get back to us. Like, I never thought of that, right? I guess for me, I just thought, like, it's shocking and it's betrayal and they're yeah. married and it's not. And it's a slow burn. Because remember, like, this is why it's shocking because it happens and you're like, okay, this is going down in front of my eyes. But we <laughs> also know so much has not been shared yet. Like, it's only yes. the tip of the iceberg. And even this week, even Maxie, she's only sharing parts of it. Like, how do you sit there with Scott and Britt and say, well, he was blackmailing Nina. It had to do with Sonny. And no one's asking what the hell either have to do with the other. They exactly. Shift, they shifted their attention to the fact that Sonny was alive, right? Only. Mm-hmm. So information is just trickling out. Not everything. Like, yes. Britt doesn't even realize that her, like, sister pack Nina... Had she not done what she did, she would have just still been in a thing with Jason. And her mother wouldn't be in this 
place. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yes. Right. Of stalker love. Right. So Britt has, doesn't know enough information to realize how much Nina completely uprooted her life. She could have had a man and her mom just hanging out with Scott doing the things, right? That's what could have gotten down. Um, so now Sonny walks in and he's like, super normal to see my wife and her male best friend. In my room, dressed up. In the bedroom at night with champagne, doing the best friend thing, of <laughs> only talking. Yep. Words, only words. Like, you don't know, like the whole time, I don't know about you, but I was stunned during the entire thing my face was in my hands and I was watching it the whole time just stunned well yeah and that's why Carly fainted I that's what I felt was gonna happen I'm like how is she gonna react to him like what's gonna happen and she fainted and I was like okay 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 this is this is getting somewhere Oh, did you notice that on Tuesday they changed the way they filmed it? And I have to say, I thought it was kind of enjoyable. The shots were a little bit different. And they even added a flashback. Oh, no, I didn't notice that they filmed it differently. Yeah, there was a couple of shots I thought it was, like, really cool. So, Sunny's happy. She's fainted. And she's all, oh, my gosh, you're back. And then he was so Mike, my dad's watch. Like, he was so, like, little kid-ish in the way he was telling his tragic story. Again, I never counted on that. I never counted on Sunny telling a story and then feeling like, oh, crap. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. think of that. Um, I didn't know what to think because I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, worlds are colliding. I never Mm -hmm. imagined like a slow burn, you know, slowly truths, like, like not much is trickling out. Right. And I didn't know where this was going to go because at one point I was like, oh my gosh, is Jason marking his territory? Because he kind of took a step forward saying like, we got married and then they cut to commercial. So there I am thinking, oh my gosh, is this what Jason's doing? And I was Mm -hmm. like, did he take his cue from Carly? Because Carly starts to say, and then I kind of like gave up hope. And then Jason sort of says that to put it Uh, out there that they're married. I, oh my God. And then I love when they start explaining their story and Sonny's just still, like you said, like I'm, I'm kind of revisiting it in the way that you're explaining it with like Mike being at the core of this, even though Sonny is back and just him kind of like, yeah, yeah, guys, that's like super logical. Like I get it. Good job. Pat on the back. Right. <laughs> and I just, and it was cr- also, it was crazy to kind of hammer in how long he's gone and what he's missed was that a couple yeah. of stories were brought up, right? Like information he didn't know, like the fact that Franco was dead. Yeah. Of course, you know, Sonny gives like his know, Sonny res- answer. Right. Because that's his perspective of Franco that never changed. Mm-hmm. And so he's finding out this information. Um, it's funny because when John, cause Johnny was next to me watching and he thought that Sonny was more reactive to Carly running the business than she was married to Jason. Yes, 100%. And so, so far as I'm watching this, I'm watching as Sunny doesn't even, like, bat an eye enough for one second, even believes there was a tinge of reality to the marriage. No, and why would he? Why would any of us? Because we saw it unfold, and that's the only reason we're on board with this. Like, as far as he knows, Carly loves him. Him and Jason are best friends, and that is life. But there was standing in your bedroom. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, of course it was like strategic. And in all fairness, that is how they presented it. <laughs> you know, they, they did present it that way. But again, he's not questioning 
No. Anything. And then the thing is, I'm like, okay, so guys, you actually think you're in the clear and Sonny's like, I'll just slide right in. Everything's all good. And I'm just like, okay, but all the other five families now, they're being three-ish, <laughs> okay? I'm doing the math correctly. Um, that they thought two was a problem. Right. I'm like, so isn't three a crowd? <laughs> yes, yes, it will be. Like, how is JC going to feel going back? I mean, he didn't want to be the lead to begin with. Is Carly going to be okay giving up all this knowledge that she's acquired so, and like a taste for the mob? That's the thing. No, <laughs> like none of this has had a second to simmer. So this is how I felt. And then later when I was sitting like with Johnny, he's just like, what's wrong? I'm like, okay, I go, maybe this is what I'm feeling. Okay. Because I feel stunned and icky watching this because I'm, mm -hmm. because it's like, I'm stunned, right? I'm watching everybody react to Sonny being alive and it is hitting me, right? What his loss has meant to those characters. Yes. But I'm also like, what about everything that just happened? Watching Sonny and Carly, not even having a chance to like talk to each other. Right? Because everybody is on the sunniest back, right? It's late at night. They're calling all the kids. So the, I feel like we, I, I feel like I felt what perhaps a lot of the people there were feeling. More so the Jason and Carly because there's some awkwardness there of some, 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 of some things. And you're well, just that, like, are we going to clarify this, guys? Exactly. And then you notice, like, if if I was standing in my room, seriously, platonically with my friend <laughs> and my husband came back from the dead, I would just be like jumping on him to hug him, to kiss him. And yeah, I, I noticed a, a lot of that. I made a note that all week they did not kiss on the lips once. And he stated that he slept in the guest bedroom. Yeah, they made a point of saying yeah. that. And it kind of hurt me. Like when Jason walked down the stairs, like he took his rings off. I know. It made me so sad. I, it made me very sad. And it was such a soap opera moment. It's like, Dante, can you just shut the F up for two seconds so, so Jason can get the words out? But then upstairs, I thought this was really funny. Um, Carly is super emotional, but she's able to utter, what the hell are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I loved how like every like Mike element is sort of being picked apart and rejected. Ooh, 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 you're touching on some really good stuff that I have to make a note for for after. And so I was also kind of hurt because I couldn't read Carly, right? Because you obviously, mm -hmm. like, when he comes back, she's totally freaked out. She's like, okay, I know I was just making out with Jason. I know I told him I was in love with him. But hey, you're home. So it's like, and then especially when he was like, so what's new with you guys? So it's like, it's awkward. <laughs> and so far, we don't know what's happening, right? She hasn't been alone with Sunny, she, nor has she been alone with Jason. So now she's alone with him and she makes that comment. And then I was sort of taken aback because I was not sure where any of this was going. Mm -hmm. And she just goes, oh my, when, then she starts going, oh my gosh, my rings, my wedding rings. And yeah. she ripped off Jason's really fast and put his back on, all without thinking. All automatic behaviors, right? Automatic yeah. behaviors. Sunny comes back. She jumps to like, oh, you're my husband, the ring. Sunny comes back. Jason walks on stairs, automatically goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets all this stuff. So I almost feel like, I feel like everyone is <laughs> acting. So behaving in a way, reflecting certainty about what it means that Sunny is back. But it all looks like everyone is going through the motions and it looks like no one feels certain about what anything actually means that he is back because 
once she gets his rings on, at some point she does a double take and looks at the other rings and is like, oh yeah, awkward, awkward. And there was the whole symbolism of the box, you know, like they specifically said about their feelings that they were put in a box between Jason and Carly. And now she's debating, you know, putting those rings, she took some rings out of a box and then she's gonna have to box up the other ones again. Is that really going to be possible? Is that do like doable? I like what kind of like magic magical friendship that like saying you're in love with each other and getting married and imagining and having all that in your mind, this life together. And you're like, oh no, I mean whatever. It was we're good. Like I like I don't buy any of it. And so just to put that on pause for just a little bit, mm-hmm. let's just talk about that night, right? So child after child, yeah, comes home. And it's like what you said, though. It's like when Michael went to get Joss and they get the text messages, they are happy to see their dad. But you see, like, the looks between Carly and Jason. You see Michael happy, but it's almost like, and maybe I'm reading too much into it because I want to see this part of it. It's that him, too. He's like, oh, man. Like, yay, but oh, man. (laughs) For Michael, I would say so because, okay, first of all, I felt like Dante, you know, of course he was shocked. So Dante was, like, shocked. But it was still a tame reaction, right? Like yes. he, but he took the opportunity to say like what he needed to say. Interesting, right? Michael yes. comes in and he's shocked and fluttered. But what you're saying makes sense for Michael, given his conversation with Jason. Like he said, "I always wanted you and my mom to be together, even yeah. with Sunny in the picture." Yeah. Okay. So that's an interesting reaction. You know, you have Joss there coming in, has hers. Christina's reaction oh, Christina. really got me because her loyalties are not split nope (laughs) right they are on one side and one side only (laughs) and so her reaction the way she cried and got so emotional about how much she needed him because you go first of all you realize when she lost her dad she didn't get what michael got right this new family her mom's in jail right you know, Sam's looking for her dead ex-husband um, <laughs> yes. and moving on with Dante. You know, she's got her own thing going on. You know, Molly is doing her own thing. Like, what support truly did Christina have when she lost her father? Yeah. So, so it, it was really, like, it, it was incredible to see hers. Hers was just really intense. Definitely felt a lot with that. And it does take me to this comment that someone made so on instagram Catherine mars commented did anyone feel a family divide coming with christina having the convo with ava i felt that maybe she was a bit resentful that carly has moved on and to be honest christina does not have any real loyalty to carly other than she's her brother's mom and married to her dad and so this is interesting because talking about divide there was also another echo of this uh brooklyn Yes. Her sentiments about the wedding. And she has a relationship with Carly, right? But it came down to the loyalty to Sunny. And with Christina, she's had a relationship with Carly, right? Like she's had her own Mm -hmm. relationship, almost like an adult one. Um, But yeah, it's got to be weird for her, right? Like, you know, her her dad's wife is marrying her sister's ex. Yeah, when you say it like that, it just puts a whole new spin on things. (laughs) Right? (laughs) But um, but at the same time, too, like, you know what was really silly about that episode is that um, I thought this and then they said it later on about Sunny, about this being a gift. But when mm-hmm. I saw 
Ava Christina scenes, I'm like, oh, this feels like a gift. <laughs> like that's how I <laughs> that's how I felt. Like I first of all, like to see Christina back, like I was so shocked because earlier on social media they had posted pictures of like Michael and Christina together. And I'm like, why do I do this? Like avert your eyes before you watch any episode. <laughs> and so um to see her back, to see her in scenes with Ava, I felt like I won the lottery because we've been talking a lot about like Christina taking on a bigger role, but obviously Charlie's is a natural place. And you know, the fact that like, um, cause we know that, that Ava wanted to sell and to say explicitly that it hasn't been sold yet. Yes. And apparently there's somebody out there whose bar just burnt down and who yes. may work very nicely with Christina, who has Aww. a good relationship with her father. Yeah, Phyllis loves guiding guys. people. If anybody <laughs> needs that guidance and support, it's Christina. I'm loving this so much. I can I can visualize it. I visualize it. It will happen. Okay. Mm, yeah. Okay. So everyone has that <laughs> reunion. The champagne bottle moment was cool, but Jason slinking out and having that bizarre uh, conversation with Sunny, like, can't really take your place, man. Um, bye. <laughs> I was like. I was a little bit sick in the tummy. Yeah, I was like, "That's it. That's a wrap. That's the end of this story." Are you joking? Like the the idea of anything going back to normal makes zero sense to me. And perhaps I am jumping the gun mm -hmm. by thinking this. Am I? You am are. Am I? <laughs> I feel like it, I feel the same way as you in the sense that things cannot go back to normal. I I did I did expect more explosiveness, but at the same yes. time, the slow burn is really interesting because we're getting that whole sense. It's like the whole Willow Michael Chase story was preparing us for this because with them, it was like an ethical struggle. They're doing the right thing, but the wrong ways and all that jazz. I feel like this is kind of what's happening here on a different scale because we see Much more, more complicated. There's way more people involved right. and connected, right? There's way more happening. And there's a lot of feelings to unpack for everybody. Like we even see up to Sunny, you know, in that scene later on in the cemetery. I like you, like, I yeah. just wasn't sure like what to make of it, what to take out of it. And then the intensity of all of it. And that same thing is going to happen with, you know, when Jason has his conversations with Carly, like it cannot be that you just put your feelings away and carry on with your life when you were living at the house. But like, is it just me? But I feel like Jason in the scenes with Britt, you know, Jason in the scene Friday with Carly, Sunny in the scene with Nina. I feel like everyone is just saying words, but <laughs> kind of lying. Like I'm yep. not buying this. Okay. So like, first off, Jason with Britt, you know, like they have their little conversation, but nothing really about them too. Right. Nothing no. more so just like, Ha ha, happened to you. But like, she does call him on that. Just does it just go right back to normal? And then, ja um, sorry, Jason going like, maybe I deserve this. But again, you're just like, what is happening? Because it's weird. Like, this is why my stomach sank. Like the fact that like immediately after the Carly thing, he's back in a scene with Brit. But like nothing feels or seems right. Nothing feels right. Everything oh, interesting. Feels... Oh, yes. Everything should, but it doesn't. Everything is right mm -hmm. with the world because Sunny is back, but nothing feels right anymore. Nothing felt right in the scenes with Jason and Britt. Nothing feels right. Ho, ho, ho. And we got like, everybody was thinking, you know, Sunny's the missing piece. 
not really. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's about like that new normal, right? Because even in yes. those things, those scenes, he was so adamant, you know, his anger, blaming Nina, taking the time to say, I remember everything, but then turning it around and being like, and I am angry as a result of it. And, and then like Nina talking to him about some love stuff. And then Johnny's like, is he crying? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, he's having some emotions here. Okay, and he also, he, he still hasn't said anything. This is kind of crucial information. As Carly mentions, he says nothing. She talks to Jason. I, she goes, I suspect he's waiting to tell you. Says he met some nice people. That's it. So that's the thing. Sonny protects the people he loves. Sonny blamed Mina. But he did have access to the internet. He did have access to Phyllis. He, regardless of what Nina told him and made him believe, he as a person made a choice. And yes, he can blame Nina saying like, okay, I didn't know my family was looking for me, that they presumed me dead and I assumed nobody loved me. But at some point, he's going to have to take responsibilities for his actions that go above and beyond Nina. And on top of that, deal with the fact that he is protecting her and he does remember all of the feels. You know what? Maybe for now, I think you're right. I think maybe for now, Carly can maybe take the, I didn't look, I felt happy, time passed. He gave a quick, like a quick explanation. He did address that. Mm -hmm. But maybe over time, she might want, a bit more and she might feel differently once she finds out that there was some kind of romantical involvement with Nina. She might feel a little bit differently about this whole supposed theory that you you just got used to your life. What? What do you mean? The days of the months and everything just passed. It's not specific. And I, okay, so you saying that just makes me think like that's also why he may have turned a blind eye to two friends having champagne nicely dressed in his bedroom. Like, I feel like nobody has had a chance for anything to sink in. Like, it just doesn't feel very real. But what did feel very real and striking is mm -hmm. when Sonny said the way he spoke about um, Lennis, <laughs> Lennis and Philly, <laughs> Phyllis. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, I, if I knew who I was, all I had to do is make a quick call. Yeah. And I could have taken care of everything. That was such a sunny thing. Yes, absolutely. And that really struck me. But it also confirmed a loyalty to Phyllis. Yes, right? absolutely, absolutely. Right? Which I was that so whole, grateful for. That connection, that tied, when he settles, he might reach back out to her in a sunny way to maybe talk to her because maybe that's gonna still be the only person he can be truthful about about what it feels like to transition back into his real life and how he really feels about Nina once the anger settles okay so talking about Nina talking about Phyllis it reminded me of what you said I'm having a flashback to what you said about five minutes ago about everybody <laughs> rejecting Mike in terms of like his shirt it was yep. very representative but here again, we have, like you said, Phyllis, who knows who he was at that point in time. But so does Nina. And Nina loved him for it. I didn't reject his mic-ness. And it's like every, they really made a point of it. Carly mentioning it. The kids being like, mm -hmm. what are you wearing, Dad? It's just so not you. And then when he puts on that suit the next morning. Yep. Oh, my gosh. It was very, I don't know. It was kind of, it was very, like, sunny and possessive of his wife when he said to her, like, what about my wife, Carly? Do you not feel bad for what you did to her? Like calling her on that? 
Yes. Yes. And I'm kind of grossed out about like now. I'm sorry, not Nell. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Your brain's doing tricky things too. (laughs) About Nell actually. Does because remember, all of this started and her anger with Carly, sure, yeah, it was sort of about Wiley, but it was also about the fact that Jax and Carly lied about who Nell was. She, uh, what does she think? Sunny didn't know? I know, right? Right? <laughs> like, okay. I like, like, you brought up the whole him wearing the suit, and I like that they did a callback to the coffee. Yes, okay, so about that, right? I was like, kind of freaking out because the coffee is significant so like I don't know about you but I was kind of like on the edge of my seat to be like what will be her reaction to this coffee yes me too oh my gosh because but can even Jason brought it up he's like she told him that he made the coffee and he's like did it was it perfect did it taste good and he was looking for that confirmation like yeah okay like everything is back to normal so that's what I mean about lying. So in the kitchen and to Sunny, she says the coffee was perfect. And you know what? It's, it's kind of like a lie by omission. The coffee was perfect. That does feel right. But she left out a really big detail, which was that she missed Jason being there. Yes. Uh... <laughs> like, it's just bizarre to me. Like, what did you think about the solo time Carly and Jason did get? Okay. 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 So the solo time with Sunny and Carly, it felt like... Like you said, super awkward. It felt distant. And even though they were saying the things, he's wearing the suit. She's telling him he looks hot. He's like, you love it. Ba ba ba. I felt nothing. And the part about, did you notice her jump? Like, so first of all, I felt like somebody probably should have told Ava, guys. Like, Avery, hello. <laughs> but, you know, uh, Ava was gracious about the whole thing. But when they were talking and Sonny finds out that the stalker got close to Avery, he gets kind of angry and Carly jumps. And her eyes widened. Yes. Okay. 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 There was so much about that scene that I just want to back up a little second. Um, how much did you love that Ava came into the kitchen? Like she's Carly's BFF. Just like, hey, yeah. up, want to talk to you about Avery. I'm like, his head must be like, what the actual F is going on here? Right? Right? And notice how soft Carly was toward her. Because usually yes. she has something a bit more snarky to say. Even when she leaves the room. Even when she's kind. But this was, like, the first time she was like, I really feel for her. I know what she's going through. Like, the tone is so different. Okay, so back to Sonny's big smack of his hand on the counter. Yes, I did notice that reaction because she's just not, hasn't had that around for so long that it, it just felt like a representation of everything going on. Everything is just very jarring at the moment. Jarring, but also... Did she really miss everything? Well, no. <laughs> like, you know. Because, so it does feel like a setup for, like, things to really explode. Because the thing about Jason and Carly, yes, it was awkward. Yes, it was weird for them finding their footing. But they had this deadline of a wedding that had them confront and say things. And they literally used their loved ones for the whole engagement to basically revisit the Jason and Carly story and their past and their love and their whole relationship has been dissected for so long. So for me to be like, Sunny comes back and Jason's like, yeah, cool. Step back into your life. Yeah. Carly will go back to being friends. Like I just don't buy it. Like how do you cross such lines? How do you dissect history to such an extent and then just be like poof gone, which is why I do not think that it's over because think of it in all other stories where perhaps people that you're thinking, wait, that would be way too controversial to get together. Usually mm-hmm. it happens slowly, right? Yes. 
usually it happens things happen they get closer they confide in each other but the whole point is like jason and carly already have that confiding in so this is what i think is where the betrayal comes in because remember we talked about it maurice bernard said specifically about jason and carly he would see it as a betrayal but so far mm -hmm. he's come back and he doesn't see it as a betrayal because there's no feelings involved he thinks it's legitimately all strategic he even said it's weird you guys are married but like get it undone <laughs> um, and, and so I think this is perhaps where the betrayal comes in is just that the feelings might get stronger and stronger and we might actually get this like a fairish, um, scandalous type of like, and maybe more of the slow build also builds like the passion between Jason and Carly, because what happens when more truths resurface, what happens when the Nina factor comes into the whole thing? What happens when Carly's like, well, what do you mean you fell in love? What does falling in love look like? <laughs> Did you fall in love with your clothes on or off? Like, I think to that point, <laughs> she might feel betrayed. So it might, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I think this is what I'm thinking. We might see, like right now, it looks like, oh yeah, Jason and Carly over. But I think there might be, like, it, it's building actually. There is no slowing down. There, no one's put anything back in any boxes. I agree. Okay, so there's one point where Carly's talking to Sonny about the fact of like how she mourned him and how she had to deal with the business and kind of put her feelings aside. But it's the line that she used that stuck out to me. She said, I had to turn my back on what I wanted to do and do what I had to do. And I feel like yeah. that's what's going on right now. But it's when she was talking about her mourning. Yes. Oh, my. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. She's talking about the past and it's foreshadowing. Yeah, how she's currently feeling it. She doesn't even know what she's saying. Yeah, it was like hitting oh. me like a ton of bricks. I'm like, damn, it goes back. Go down. It goes back to what Spinelli said. What did Spinelli right? Say? Remember at the wedding, he said he said to Jason, "There comes a point where being together is like being dishonest to yourself. Like it doesn't work <laughs> anymore." Basically, this idea of like going because he was talking about like Ellie, I guess, and this whole idea of like going back just wouldn't be right anymore. Like what was once right can no longer be right or is no longer right. Yes. Yes. So all that stuff, right? Just so much. So that's why I've been feeling weird because I feel like every, like, oh, it just feels like everyone's smiling and the worst things are going on. You're like, what is going on? Like, that's what I feel every time I see those scenes come on. My stomach is kind of sinky and I'm just like, what is happening? Is this it? Everyone's normal? Everything's all good? It's like a pretend okay is what it feels like when I'm watching. Oh, 100%. So to make myself feel better, I was like, okay, what would Mesh do? What would she say right now to lighten the situation? So this is what comforted me. Jason still can't get any. Tries real hard, <laughs> but he can't. I did think that. <laughs> I did think that. I'm like, he just couldn't. Like, it sucked. Like, he tried to secure a real marriage actual sexual relationship <laughs> and like denied denied so, <laughs> so yeah that was like a really real thing yeah so that that's what kind of kept me going through trying to navigate and figure out like okay what's going on what's going to happen next making sense of everybody's feelings and how it's going to slow roll out to everybody else also something i just wanted to say about it all is just how everyone is all um like Nina, when she's telling Sunny today, you know, I, like I was, I was not, not being malicious at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? And then like, even Jax, 
said it to like Valentine when they were talking about her like you know she wasn't trying to be malicious it wasn't coming from a malicious place I'm like yeah it was like it legit was it was like out of like spite like that's where it was born out of spite (laughs) I was was like what fantasy is everyone living where like none of this was like malicious it was it was not so it was not so okay and on that like point did okay when she was laying in that bed and like I think Sunny had left and she crawled into the bed and Jax comes in I thought it was foreshadowing to her being in Shady Brook, quite honestly, not her getting up and going into town and thinking she could say, I'm sorry and make everything better. No, I was like, that's where you should be. Lie back down. Just hang out a sec. You need some, <laughs> some type of care. You need something. Um, yeah, that's what I thought of that. Um, but I can't believe she went back to face everything. And even Maxie is warning her, it may not go down how you think it's going to go down. Um, <laughs> I don't think there's anything you can do. But that's the thing. Like, I love the return of all of the Maxiness when she's like, I'm in love with Mike. She's like, there is no Mike. I know. That was so awesome. You know? And she's stuck in a tough spot, right? She planned that wedding, which is something that obviously, you know, Britt didn't like. But she has a relationship with Carly. She has a relationship with the Corinthos family. Like, she cares about them. But she cares about Nina, too. And I feel like she navigates that really well. She does. Because I was expecting a little bit more kind of giving her the business type situation. And in the end, she says something like, uh, oh, thank you for not judging me. And Max is like, no, 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 like, I'm judging you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I felt okay because she she said what she needed to say. She didn't go overboard. And 100% she made it clear that that was completely nuts. And she's like, <laughs> okay. But she's sort of my sister. Nina is choosing to use the word sister on purpose to be yes. like, you can't leave me. We're sisters, okay? Not even when I do this <laughs> so oh my gosh right but I love also Maxi attitude like you don't learn what did she say like when you make a lot of mistakes you learn something every now and then or something along those yeah. lines I'm making her feel comfortable enough to talk to her for Nina to open up and give her all the details but like we learned later on like Maxi was just kind of absorbing everything for Liesl like Maxi's just being Maxi in terms of like keeping everything at bay but taking what she needs but I'm not forgiving you yet and we'll just like put a pin in it and I'll deal with you later but I have more important fish to fry Right? Because, like, Liesl's really missing. And, like, Nina mentioned it in <laughs> passing. Right? Like, oh, she's still gone? <laughs> but her head is elsewhere. Yes. I just wanted to say some fun facts about Christina that hit me, okay? Mm-hmm. Is that I realized, like, she has multiple connections to Ava, right? Through, through Avery, but also through Nicholas, her cousin. Right. And yeah. through Sam. Yeah, Julian's her dad and Eva. There's there's a lot going on there. Yeah, it hurt my head when you threw the other connection. <laughs> <laughs> Sam always gets forgotten. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, yeah. It sucks. It's like even like you know whatever. It's just like Drew's missing. And Monica's like, I'm so happy for you, Jason. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's so separate from the Quartermains. Like, a Quartermain is missing in action. Like, he's not dead. Yes. And even Sam is doing a search, like, (laughs) part-time. It's just sex surgery, but whatever. Oh, but we know that Chloe. Chloe. Made it to where she needed to. Yay, Chloe. Good for her. And Anne and Peter are going to get to her. 
so yay. Also, the whole Peter sitch. Oh, dear goodness gracious. I'm glad she she did state that she knew he had a gun, but she was like, put your phone down slowly onto the grass. Like, <laughs> or you could ask about weapons. Um, that's also something that could go down. And I just kept thinking, ugh. Because we all know that if, like, um, like, like Valentine found Peter, he'd shoot on sight as he's warned her multiple times. Yeah. But she's like, no, I'm going to not shoot him on sight, which you should have. The moment he mentioned Finn, you yep. should have. But I admire her the way she was strategic about trying to get some Drew. I'm like, that's really kind of loyal, right? Sam brings this to you, and you keep mm-hmm. it in your back pocket, and you actually try to get some info. Okay, and I actually like that she came up with the whole concept of she doesn't think Peter is the one holding the power that it's somebody else. Yes. I'm like, yes, yes, for once you're on the right track. Yeah, she's <laughs> going back. And I mean, I guess for them it's like Victor Cassadine died. But right. think Cassadine. Think who was sort of behind, like who were all the people behind all the like coma bodies of the switching. But also, Peter, I have to say, I'm beginning to kind of be kind of okay about his um exits if you will because because <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm not hating them um because it kind of makes sense like if you're gonna like i i kind of like the ode and the like nod to phase on right of these types of villains that just kind of come in and out right that's sort mm-hmm. of the beauty of them they kind of taunt you and they come in and out and that's sort of what peter's doing right there's going to be no end to that if you're yes. following sort of the phase on pattern. But for me, when I saw him jump, I thought he just sort of like jumped forward. And I was like, come on, guys, also move forward. <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea there was a cliff. I just thought he ran forward. And I was like, oh, he jumped. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so so he jumped. And so that's the thing. Now he's a question mark. He's he's a, he's a question mark, which means the more he's a question mark, once again, mm-hmm. the longer Maxie stays away from her baby. And I'm kind of wondering, we're seeing a lot more scenes where Brooklyn is really wanting to talk about being a mother and talk about Bailey. And while she is 100 percent, you know, caring about Maxie and prioritizing like keeping her baby safe and more than once she's asked you just want to like take your baby back I kind of wonder like is she starting to be like you know crap like if he's found I'm gonna lose her oh absolutely like her interaction with Chase being able to truly be herself because she's always on guard like with her family with everybody with Chase he's her friend and there was a lot of heavy flirting over puzzling she really got to speak her truth. She really got to speak about being a mom and her love for Bailey with somebody who can just listen and um, not comment on her parenting. Like, like it or not, Ned, Olivia, like as nice as they are, Monica, it seems like there would be some comments flying around where Chase is just like, you're an awesome mom and I love seeing you be a mom and I want to be a part of this and I want to hold your baby and I love you. <laughs> yeah, because at one point when he's they're talking about his marriage to Willow or living at the Quartermains, he says, I wouldn't trade that time for anything. And Brooklyn has a reaction and then he launches into some Willow crap. And then I was like, I just felt like the romance is beginning, like throwing puzzling together. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And like they look like, you know, a cute little happy family. And he even asked her for drinks. I was shocked and his cute little smirky happy Chase face was back. And I'm like, oh Chase my face. God. Oh, do you know what? <laughs> shocked me 
Do you know what shocked me? me? Is that Brooklyn made explicit the entire reason for that storyline, which we have talked about at length. The idea that this storyline of Chase being cheated on and wronged and him doing bad stuff showed that he's not so perfect and has, and it's like pulling Chase into the gray. And then she made the point of explicitly saying that, like, um, she made a point of saying something like, it's nice to know that you're human and you can get down and dirty like the rest of us, right? It humanized him going through something like that and basically not being perfect. So I thought that was uh, super interesting. And also, oh my gosh, how are we forgetting about this? With Peter being back, it's leaving. Because we mentioned it, right? Like, the Mm -hmm. moment Peter mentioned Finn... Like, honestly, it should have been, like, Anna's cute to be like, I'm going to shoot you now. Keep your mouth shut. But I loved how she talked <laughs> to him, right? All it takes is for Finn, Finn to just deny everything. And I'm hoping he's in that place in his life where it seems like it, that he has more to live for, that he wouldn't just give in to Peter. But Peter is good. It made me realize in that moment, you know, that he was calling on Finn's honesty and good nature, that he would yes. just confess and taunting her with that. I was like, wow, you're kind of you're good at this whole like villain thing but I loved like Elizabeth and Finn being like I guess we made a mistake about oh him being dead oh my god that was so friggin funny them like oh crap like maybe we should reassess what we do and double check our patients like, <laughs> I, I, like <laughs> but like at one point they were talking about Obrecht and it kind of hit me that they have more in common they basically like and dislike the same people Whereas with Franco, Franco ran with a completely different crowd that Elizabeth, you know, wasn't a fan of. You know, the Avas, the the Liesl Obrechts. Mm-hmm. And Finn didn't like Liesl. They were at each other's throats. And it's like with Finn, like, I feel like there's just a little bit more there in common, you know? Yes, absolutely. Like, they're so perfectly matched. And, you know, they're talking about going camping again. And and, uh, I know I was like, is he going to decode this code? Is he going to get the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that is involved in this? (laughs) Right. And when Scott interrupts them, she's all like, because he's like, you guys look a little intense. And then Elizabeth's like, no, like we're thinking about something like doing something as a family. So already sort of solidifying their unit. Yes. Isn't that great? But I also love this line. This line was really good because I think, um, was no, at one point Finn walks Scott over or something like that. And Finn says something to, to Scott, making sure you recovered from your involuntary skydive. Yes. Okay. So this is when he brings Scott to, um, Elizabeth and Britt. Right. So they're having that moment. I love their moments so much. And the fact that Britt, you know, knew exactly what was going on and, and showing that there's going to be a friendship there where she's, um, sorry, Britt says to Elizabeth, you rarely make mistakes. It's one of your most annoying qualities. Right? So that's the thing. Like, like Britt is moving on with her life and, and it's a big deal to kind of bridge that gap and start bonding with Elizabeth, right? Because we've talked about this. Every girls' night has been centered around Elizabeth. These girls' nights have been going on for like years on GH. Mm-hmm. So to be in with Elizabeth is a really big deal. Oh, absolutely. And I'm just, I'm loving it. I'm loving the friendships that she's forming. So she's going to have Elizabeth on her side. She's going to have Terry and then it's just going to roll on from there. And I just, I love it. I'm hoping that she's going to be a part of like the nurse's ball number or something. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Okay. So about the teens here. The teens. The it's getting teens. juicy. 
So she figured it out. Trina finally figured it out. It hit her when Esme mentioned and referred to her and Spencer as a team. Also, super glad um, Kevin shared his thoughts on Esme. Yes, thank goodness, because Nicholas is so blinded by the fact that, you know, his son is back that Esme is pretty scary. <laughs> but, like, she's so particular. Like, she's like, how fancy are you? Yeah, Ugh. I was in my room. Oh, I didn't like the fl- fruits. No, because it wasn't, like, blackberries, and that's what, like, I prefer. And she obviously is more obsessed, because, like, you could see Spencer feeling bad, and you can see Spencer yep. just not letting go and and the fact that she was way more obsessed over the fact that like nicholas thought there could be some hope with ava you know the fact that nicholas immediately thought yay sunny's back ava's safe woohoo <laughs> and <laughs> and like you know especially spencer feeling so happy that sunny is alive which is really funny the way that they're connected because they are family right like like Sonny is Joss's stepdad, but is also like Spencer's actual uncle. You know, Spencer shares yes. a grandparent with Cam. Um, lots of connections there. But yeah, like well, we talked about this, you know, like this idea of like perhaps Spencer feeling like he cannot leave Esme. It was weird hearing him talk to Nicholas about her because we haven't really heard him gush about her. We just mm-hmm. see them more so colluding and, and plotting together. But yeah, painting this scenario that he is in over his head and they are kind of running with that, right? Because he's sort of over the dad Ava thing. He trusts that all is done and all is well, but she's super obsessed with this project. Oh my God, so obsessed. And I love when Nicholas brings back Trina, he's like, well, when you were on the turret, you didn't look like a single man or something along those lines. (laughs) You know, like he's sort of leaning into that dad role a little bit. Absolutely. Okay, and Joss... When they were at the pool, okay, do we want to take a, a moment to, like, visit when they're at the pool, it's after the wedding, Cam and Joss and Trina are hanging out, and then Cam comes back, like, oh, poopsie. No, what did I write? I literally wrote what you say. Oopsie, poopsie, I invited Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> but I loved it from Cam's perspective. It made a ton of sense. Absolutely. And then Joss is like, there's no way that Spencer goes anywhere without Esme. She's like stuck to him like glue. But in that little tiny moment where it was just Spencer and his lovely apology to Trina and saying that he is saying it with pure honesty and not because he's afraid that Joss will push him in the pool again. It was all so cute. They were so perfect there together. But Esme is such a weird, dark, psychotic cloud. Um, okay but like were you shocked at how joss spoke to her and what specifically she said i know and i kind of wanted to be like cameron just drop it because he he's he was undermining her threat <laughs> I know. right and it kind of takes me back now that we're talking to kelly's when he tried to swoop in when she was dealing with a novak and she was like oh, it's right. family business <laughs> Oh, okay, okay. I refer, I, once again, I go back to the wedding when she tells Michael, I'll be alone forever. <laughs> You're dating Cam. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I, and the fact that, like, Tam and Trina are definitely going to be pushed together on this project. I think it's more so that Joss maybe is unintentionally or unconsciously saying that she needs somebody that understands her lifestyle. Like, when all that stuff went down with Cam and Trina, they were traumatized like normies. Joss is like, what's up? It's Tuesday. Like, stuff goes down. So she needs somebody more her speed. I don't disagree with that. Something is really 
up, right? Even at the yeah. wedding, the comment, like, oh, I've seen that before. The champ, like something is going on there. But yeah, like Esme, like you're, you're like, you're a lot, right? Every time you're talking to one of the girls, you do it in such a threatening manner and such a, like <laughs> overtly, or it's so clear you're not trying to be nice. Like, what are you doing? So I am looking forward to learning a little bit more about her. Um, okay, so one thing, Liesl and Victor, what in the world is happening? Why is he keeping her? We got a little bit of a clue as to it is part love, part scientific research. <laughs> well, okay, first of all, uh, Johnny loved... Um, when she pulled a knife on him, he loved how he just kept staring and was all shocked at Victor. Um, <laughs> this is my initial thought, but I don't know. I thought possibly, like, if you love her, are you trying to maybe get her to work on something Huntington's related? But okay, maybe so not. Maybe it's a selfish project. I don't know. No, no. That's totally where my head was at. I'm like, okay, he loves her so much. He talked about, like, timing and blah, 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 and how he made up the conference. Mm -hmm. And when she said, basically, like, I was going there to learn about how to help my daughter, and then he swoops in with, like, the I need your help with the project. Yeah, so I'm thinking maybe possibly something like that. Uh, yes. Okay, so we did all of the things. We covered all of the stuff. I know you went through all of your lines, but do you have any gold stars to give out? Oh, man. Yes, I'm giving it to Ava and Christina, my new favorites. More, more, please. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so totally awesome. Okay, so for me, I want to give a star. Like, of course, I agree with your star. I want to give a star to, like, all the awkwardness. I also want to give a star to Michael and Willow because, like, they went in for a kiss in front of Chase. Yes. <laughs> I that love, was brave. I, I know, but I love how, like, Michael walked out and Willow's like, I have to turn around, right? I am. Okay. <laughs> that was really funny. I liked it. That was pretty good. And then, okay, so this is just, like, Phyllis. I, I'm giving a gold star to Phyllis. She just, like, she lost everything. And so. She lost everything. But the fact is, when she came into the room, like, I thought we already knew that this was a fact, but she stated it to Nina anyway. She's like, Nina the tano is gone i was like okay but like do we not know this <laughs> so i kind of giggled and then uh when nina was trying to explain you know herself to phyllis and you know nina's like oh i didn't mean to hurt anybody and phyllis just like the way she had such a straight face she's like well do you think sunny's wife would say the same thing like what about all the other days because nina went on to say like this and that and phyllis was just so bang on with her straight face criticism of well Nina's yeah actions. you know what i mean you almost died for this woman you, like, yeah. you know what i mean like it, it's it, like i can't even imagine what phyllis must think and how like she's like who are you like that must have been so horrible like she's lost a lot so, yeah, she didn't just lie to Mike. She lied to their foursome. Exactly. Okay, well, on that note, that's a wrap, folks. Everybody have a fantastic weekend and enjoy next week. Woo-hoo-hoo.